Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Turn backward. With Rick and Rick and Will and Zemma. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Ten Backward, a Star Trek podcast based here in the UK, featuring myself, Will Turland, a lady, Gemma Turland, hello, a man, Rick Everson, hello, and a man, Rick Palmer. Greetings. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Star Trek Enterprise. In fact, the uh, season four finale. These are the voyages. So this is a part two of a two-part episode where we're discussing... So in the previous episode, we discussed uh, Demons and Terra Prime, which is often considered to be the sort of real season finale of Enterprise because These Are the Voyages is often considered to be... (laughs) (laughs) So with... Just, just to sort of set the the bar pretty high with the levels of wits and sophistication you can expect from this podcast. I was, was going to say, dumb it, dumb it down a little bit with the technical uh, jargon, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. We're trying to we're trying to appeal to the masses. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we talked we talked quite a lot about. Uh, Demons and Terra Prime, mm-hmm. so we decided to break this into a two-parter, which seems to happen pretty much every week now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to carry on and talk about um, these are the voyages. So, yeah, I'd I'd read that this was an episode that they'd they, they'd always planned for this to be the season finale for season four. They hadn't necessarily planned for this one to be. The overall finale. Mm. Um, does, does anyone else remember <laughs> reading anything like that? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. That kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense in a way because you kind of finalise a lot of stuff. Like this Or would they have planned a, uh, just a rough version of the story? It wouldn't have been quite... That's Yeah, it, it feels like logistically... You know, they they would have had to have get a lot of parts in play for this episode because they have Troy back and Riker back, and they recreate TNG sets. It, it just feels like it's this this episode. And I read that this episode uh, took longer than normal um, for filming. Um, there, there were there were extra days shooting, so it feels like this episode, yeah, maybe had been planned for a while. But maybe it wasn't always going to be the the big season finale. It just feels so like you... a gamble, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if you're going to have an episode of your own show featuring characters from another show, which finished quite a while ago, what does that say about your show? If you need that, you know, like I mean, I'm not, I'm not against the, I'm not against the, the principle of the episodes because it's always nice to see characters that you care about i just mm. i just wonder what the, i just wonder what the thinking was about having why to why to have this episode because what, i know what? i know I've, i think i've read that they it feels like they had this idea they went with it and on reflection they consider it to have not been the best idea 
Yeah, yeah. I, that that's yeah, that's in keeping what with what I've read as well. I I felt that the, the their reasoning behind it was probably along the lines of this isn't just the end of Enterprise. This is the end of several years um, uh, of constant Star Trek, um, which had been, you know it had been going since nineteen eighty seven into two into the two thousands, um, covering four different series. So I think their idea was to try. It was to them they were final making a finale for more than just one series, but potentially in doing so by trying to bring other series in. Um, i.e. next gen, they kind of maybe did a disservice to the series that they were actually doing a finale for. So was it, yeah. um, was it, but wasn't it, didn't you say, sorry, Rick, that um, that initially the idea was for this to be sort of like a normal episode and then they envisaged that this might just be the end of season four rather than the very end. Oh, well, so, the, so the idea uh, existed. I've, I've just looked on Memory Alpha and... Apparently they did write it, well, they conceived the idea as a possible finale in season three if it wasn't renewed. Right, okay. So it was only, it, it, while well, it was conceived earlier, it was only ever conceived if this was going to be the finale, apparently. So, okay. so that's, that's literally the opposite of what I was saying <laughs> that I'd read. <laughs> Which was, yeah, so, so okay, so yes, yeah, so it was an idea that they'd had, but it was, it was always going to be a big grand finale they were going to bring right. out yeah that was always going to be the I, yeah i i just my feeling on this episode is that i i enjoy it and if i and watching it as a sort of standalone episode it's pretty good i think i i like it i just it's just not a finale for enterprise mm. yeah not. basically it's an it's a knockabout heist i mean the the well the the enterprise story is yeah. a heist really isn't it yeah, it is. Um, but then you've got pasted over the top of that, you've got the TNG story. Yeah. Which is um, Riker's got a problem. And he's just <laughs> by seeing what they did on Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the story is basically it's set in the middle of the episode uh, Pegasus, mm. which is a great TNG episode. Where and Reich is having like a crisis of of he's torn between his loyalty to Captain Picard and his loyalty to his old captain um, around the sort of secrecy of a sort of cl- like a, a cloaked Federation starship which was like illegal mm-hmm. uh, and yeah and sort of in the midst of this Troy suggests that he. Uh, go to the holodeck and just piss about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. Playing a video game for 45 minutes. And he does that. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, it's really cool to see Troy and Riker again. And I'd, I'd forgotten that, that uh, Brent Spiner literally phones it in because you, you hear data over the, over the com. Um... Data to Councillor Troy. Yes, Data. I was wondering if this might be an appropriate time to continue our discussion on the long-term effects of space travel on my positronic net. Can I give you a rain check? That's really cool. Um, I, I really in- enjoyed those sort of nostalgic aspects of it. But but yeah, when you when you frame it as an episode that was that was meant to bring Enterprise to a close, mm. it's just there's there's too there's too much crammed in there for it to really work. 
So I think, like you say, you've yeah, so you've got your your TNG story, mm-hmm. uh, which is really the the, the Riker is the main character yeah. in this story, basically. Yeah. Then you've got the story of this kind of heist, this sort of knockabout heist with Shran. Mm-hmm. But then you've got like another sort of bigger story in in Enterprise, the Enterprise version, where they're they're yeah. going to Riker's um, Archer's going to do this speech. Then, uh, yeah, and then mothballing the ship, aren't they? Yeah. And, and it just doesn't feel like there's enough time in that episode to, for, for re- really, for even the sort of two Enterprise stories that they're mm. trying to tell, let alone the TNG story. Because I mean, they. What about the space moths? That would have been a good. That would have been a good uh, <laughs> thing to have. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you're gonna put if you've got to put a spaceship in mothballs, then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, space moths. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I can't, I can't get around, I can't get around the idea that there was just much better ideas to have for the finale of Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. Space Why not moths. something to do with the, the the temporal, the temporal Cold War that we saw early on in Enterprise? That would have been that would have been a good finale. And that, if you wanted to, if you wanted to introduce characters from other shows. The temporal cold war is good because it's in time, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah. So they could have actually brought in Riker and and Troy for reals, and and Riker wouldn't have had to say, "Computer, age me, age me fourteen years, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and fatten me." <laughs> and weirdly, that's that stayed with him even when he was off the holodeck. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I'm kind of now a bit hung up on the space moths. Being his last episode, we talked about the space moles. Yes, I was thinking. That. I think that I think we did. I think it's fair to say there's space. There's a space version of everything. That's my. Yes. That's what I like to think, right? Yeah, it has to be space Nazis, space moths. <laughs> um, going back to what you said about bringing in the temporal cold war for the finale, Rick. Don't you know if you if if you were to watch the pilot episode? And then watch the finale, and if the finale of Enterprise had, had bring brought some kind of closure to the whole temporal Cold War thing, that that would have worked, mm. I think. Oh, they, that they, wasn't set up in the pilot. They'd kind of closed that thing at the beginning of season four, though, hadn't they? They they'd closed it with some like sort of two or three lines of dialogue. That <laughs> oh, and space much... Nazis! Don't forget the yeah, space <laughs> Nazis there. <laughs> But they basically turned to the audience and said, we don't know what we're doing with this whole temporal Cold War thing. We're as confused as you are. Let's just forget the whole thing. <laughs> wink, wink. I kind of respect that they did that, though, rather than trying to keep keep labouring forward with it because it was getting yeah. kind of tiresome and confused. It was a nice concept, but they never really seemed to get a handle on it. Yeah, um, it's really it's really hard to tell a story about time travel and things happening across time in a linear fashion. Mm. But I mean, say, saying that I was I, that about the temple, I think you're very right, Rick, that a more fitting finale, both in terms of enterprise and in sort of giving a little nod to the fact this is the end of an ongoing, several years ongoing trek on TV, would have been to lay a story that did have reaching repercussions into the future and could feature, say, Reich or even maybe other characters. Um, and not only would have that have maybe encompassed that, but it could have then really cemented the legacy that um, Archer's Enterprise had, that it, it continued to reach into the future and sort of lay that inspiration for everyone. 
but in a much better yeah. way that didn't essentially hijack the story from the characters it was supposed to be about. Hmm. Maybe in a sense that they, they were going for that a little bit in the idea of having um, TNG characters uh, recreate Enterprise on a holodeck just for, you know, as a sort of a, a way of sort of exploring a kind of ethical issue. Mm-hmm. I guess that kind of suggested that Enterprise did have a big impact on uh, on future Star Treks, if if you will. Um, and it was sort of important to them. Maybe that's kind of what they were going for. Mm, it's just slightly undermined yeah. by the fact that obviously in TNG they never mentioned yeah. uh, Archer's Enterprise before. But I did appreciate, I think there's an early on scene where um, Riker's discussing the programme with Troy, and he's like, oh, Reed's a little shorter than I imagined. Reed's shorter than I thought he'd be. Maybe the program's off. No, I'm sure it's fine. It's just you expect larger-than-life people to be larger-than-life. And I thought that was quite a nice way of giving that sort of thing, that to hear Riker talking about the, the old Enterprise crew in that way, and to him they were these larger-than-life figures from history, did kind of give me a nice context that did give a bit more of an overall connection to it. So I did appreciate that in that, in that way. Um, yeah. But you, you are, it's retroactively filling in that thing, as you say, Will, that we've never heard anyone mention Archer. Um, apart from that, we've heard of a planet called Archer something, and um, there was a USS Archer mentioned, I think, both in Next Gen. So, Yeah, is it Archer 4, I think? Yeah. I think it's yesterday's Enterprise. I think Riker said well, that something oh, about... the pasting we gave the Klingons on Archer, yeah. On Archer 4, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But that's, yeah. It, it would it would be a real uh, a, a bit of a reach to suggest that um, they they named when they came to do when they came to create Enterprise they were like let's name the captain after um, that planet that Riker mentioned in yesterday's <laughs> Enterprise that'd be cool I think it's a coincidence it probably is yeah but you know in my head canon I like to think oh, Archer like Four was discovered by Jonathan Archer oh totally yeah uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they just really, really, really liked him when they, when they, what are we going to call our planet? Oh, oh there was that guy. He was like what the was first he? David Archer. David Archer. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Jonathan Archer. That's much like, better oh. than the, that's much better than what we call it. We call it. Which is just, you know, oh, I can't, I'm tired of saying that. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from. <laughs> then they were like, "Oh, wait, we named that." There's that shopping centre we've got called Archer, and there's like a like a mobile communications device named Archer, and then there's a drink named Archer. Let's call it Archer Four. The planet is Archer Four. <laughs> That'll be fine. I like to imagine they called it after they named it after Archer after initially going to call it Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Planet Bacula is full of vampires, though. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and another another thing about this episode that uh, that I don't like at all is the untimely. That I don't like. You said it in a very sing song way. You said it in a sing song way. I said it in a talking like. way. <laughs> <laughs> You're misremembering what this happened. This is your jingle. This is your jingle. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I don't. Wait, wait, like, we couldn't, we couldn't, 
Um, um, Will and Gemma, uh, myself and other Rick couldn't hear that jingle. Was it like two fingers? <laughs> Was that a two finger jingle? <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I don't really know that I want to know what that means. I don't mean like a, I mean like what a like a visa like a V sign. Well, oh, well, no, well, well said. Right, this is right. this is my I jingle. This is the dark side of a non-official medium. Yeah, not the naughty <laughs> kind of two-finger jingle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, by word. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So one thing I don't like <laughs> about this episode, and it's something that a lot of Enterprise fans don't like, is that Trip is killed. Spoiler oh, yes. alert. Oh. Trip dies. And we, we've already it's... talked a little bit about this in our episode all about Trip, um, mm. which is also available to listen to. Go and check out that, please. Please do. Um, but it it feels like they decided that they wanted to kill off a character mm. in this episode, and Trip was the name that came out of the hat, mm. and they they just did it. I mean, to be and, fair, apart from Archer and Paul, he is the, the biggest character, isn't he? So, mm. I th- yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I think yeah. he probably. Yeah, he probably has the most screen time aside from mm. Archer and Paul, maybe, actually. Mm. I think I'd agree with that. But they the way he dies is um he uh, so so they they do this kind of like heist kind of rescue mission with Sharan, don't they? They, they have to rescue his daughter. daughter. Um which is pretty good fun. Mm. Um and I, and and all the time you get the sense that maybe because Archer's really mm. fretting about this speech he's going to do, and you get the sense that maybe oh, are they going to kill off Archer? Is Archer actually going to get killed on this mission, and he's not going to be able to go and do his speech? But then, but he, that isn't what happened. He's fine. The heist goes basically it's a bit as where planned. Someone falls uh, from a gantry, but they get saved. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So everything seems okay, but then the aliens that had kidnapped Sharon's daughter get onto Enterprise. Easily, really easily, and Trip discovers them, and he he does a bit of he does a little bit of theatre. He kind of pretends that he's the, just some guy, and he's going to lead them to the captain. He's like, oh, oh you can. So that... Trip's with. Is Trip's not alone? Who's who's is he with? I thought Trip was on his own when he no. found those. No, he's with Archer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's and he, right. he basically gets them to knock Archer out, so he mm. can lead them to Shran. Uh, except mm. he's, he's, he's leading them into his own little trap. That was the theatre I was remembering. Yeah. It was it was Shran he was going to lead them to, not to yeah, 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 not to Archer. That's it. Um, and yeah, so he, yeah, he leads them on a little bit of a merry chase, and then he kind of blows himself up. Yeah. To kill them there's just one other thing i need to tell you you can all go straight to hell which is like it's an honorable way to go and and yet i find myself thinking in any other if this scenario had come up in any other episode he he would have found a different Mm, way yeah 
to deal with that situation. Yeah, that, that, I don't think that would be that character's first call. And no. it's a weird. It's a weird. You could see him jumping in front of a bullet mm. to save Archer. You know, split second. Yeah, I've got to do something. He would do that, but to, it it doesn't fit his character. He's a character that strives. You know, the the episode where he's trapped on the planet with the alien, the enemy mine episode. Yeah, and he strives and he works to make it work, and to save them. And that's his character. He doesn't yeah. give up. And I kind of that's in a way. He, it, the only thing he could do was blow himself up, and that doesn't fit his character. He, yeah. He's a pretty smart engineer. Mm. I mean, couldn't couldn't he think of another way that he could have engineered a situation where he he could have survived and they could have, yeah. like uh, I don't know, can you have trapped him pump, a... pumped out some noxious gas from yeah. a uh, from a vent or something? Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like trap them in an airlock or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. He's very there's quick. A, there's that episode in. with the um, this episode. Sorry, Rick. There's that episode with the Ferengi too, where the Ferengi mm. take over mm. the ship, and he he's able to kind of non non plus then. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't jump yeah. straight to blowing himself up then. Mm. No, he strings them along for like a whole episode, basically. Mm. Yeah, he's very quick to jump. It's, as soon as they encounter him, he's like, they, "These aliens say, oh, we want to go to Shran." And Archer's like, "We're not taking him to Shran. He's gone." Um, and he's straight like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, it's fine. It's fine. Fine. I'll take you to him. I'll take you to him. Ignore the captain. Yeah. Knock him out. It's fine. I'll take you to him. This way." Um, and it's like, "All right, you're not even trying anything else." It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the um, the yeah. moment of his death is a bit weird. Yeah, he doesn't even die on screen. No. That's right, because he's yeah. He um, Doctor Flux uh, kind of puts has him in his cupboard. Yeah, puts him in a medical cupboard <laughs> to do some tests, and, and Archer's like, "You're going to be fine. Don't you worry, Trip." Uh, and then next thing, they're having a chat, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame uh, Trip died." <laughs> so wait a minute, when did that happen? <laughs> well, as he as he's wheeled into the bariatric chamber, he's giving Archer this like reassuring smile, and then. He's gone in, and Archer looks at Flox, and Flox gives Archer this really weird look. Mm. It's just yeah. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm going to reference the the follow-on novels a bit because in those um, we we discover that the the historical record that Riker views here is faked, and in fact the the invasion of Enterprise by these aliens was a setup, um, and Trip's death was faked. So Trip then goes and joins Section 31. And it's kind of like, if you look at the moment that you don't see him actually die, you see the grin, you see uh, Flox's weird look, and you see how quick he was to jump to going into this, you could believe that that novel's um, unlikely premise that Tripp's death was faked, because none of it quite Mm. sits right as you watch Mm. it, does it? Uh, do you think? Do you think that maybe they, when even when they were making the episode, they were thinking, "Look, on the absolute off chance that we do get a fifth season, do we want to film this in such a way that we could bring Trip back if we wanted to?" Mm. I don't know. It, I mean, it, I guess like it seems unlikely that they would all be work. maybe. I mean, like it seems unlikely they would all mourn because they, you know, T- uh, T'Pol does mourn him and yeah. as, as you know they talk about how he's dead 
Mind you, but, if he's joining Section 31, then presumably his fake death is going to be for his friends as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But maybe, I just think maybe they thought, look, if we don't actually show him die on screen, when, when we start up the fifth season, we can mm. say, ah, oh, do you know what? We th- everyone thought he was dead. He seemed like he was dead. It's actually, he was fine. <laughs> but they're kind of covered with that anyway by skipping 10 years ahead. Season, yes. Season yeah. five would then have occurred nine years prior to this episode. That's true. And also, it's this episode is out 15 years ago. There's been numerous interviews with um, Rick Berman, Brandon Braga, and other associated production people. I kind of think that would have come out. Yeah. But saying yeah. that, there is still the thing that the whole thing seems just a little bit weirdly done. Mm. Yeah. So. I like the idea that season five would have started up and Trip would have walked onto the bridge and Archie would have been like, I I thought you died. And he was like, Nope. nope. <laughs> they, they would just carry on and never run. Maybe they just didn't even do that. Yeah, maybe like, they that don't happened even like weeks before this the the, uh, the events of that episode and then yeah. just carrying on. Mm-hmm. As if nothing had happened. I like that idea, yeah. Maybe if you encounter um, space moths, the space moths have like a the, some of the maybe the dust on the space moth wings has like a hallucinogenic quality, and maybe. and that finale could have just been like a space moth induced fantasy that didn't happen. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I think I'm we... declaring this whole episode an inaccurate historical record due to space moth hallucinations. Of all of all the theories that have been proposed around about this episode that's that's one i've not heard before <laughs> the one that stands up most to scrutiny though yes it does it does stand up yeah it's in it's inscrutable <laughs> so like that for a podcast that covers you know series that goes back over 50 years and regularly talks about episodes that are like between 15 and 52 years ago yeah we can still break new ground <laughs> yeah we, we can when we 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 don't usually. Maybe we, <laughs> we haven't today. <laughs> but we can. <laughs> but yeah, so so Trip's death feels like it's it's like it's like the sort of diarrhea cherry on a very shitty cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I can already Wait, I mean why would you have a diarrhea cherry on a shit cake? I mean, well, why not? If you if you've got a if you've got a big shit, shit cake, cake, what do you top it up? How, with? I mean, what, what it doesn't make what it any makes, worse. What a horrendously graphic way of doing it. I just think, like, I don't know, like, uh, I mean, yeah, that's a really good point. But, um, surely, the but, state of diarrhea means you can't actually form a. Okay. okay, let's I let's forget it... that. I suppose that that was a little too um, graphic, visceral, <laughs> image. Let's say what I'm trying to say is the the episode already felt like it was a bit of a a poor show for for an Enterprise finale, mm. and then and then to cap it all off, they kill off a well loved character. Yeah, that's what I, I meant think... by a diarrhea cherry <laughs> cake. What I think what they were trying to go with was uh, kill off a main character. The the emotional impact of the death of a main character will be will will be such a strong way to end the series. The the problem with that is to have 
a main character killed, you have to see the impact on all the, the surrounding characters. And you can't yeah. do that in the final mm. episode because mm. it's all gone. That's it. It's over. It's the end. Yeah. So if they're going to kill a character like Trip, have subsequent episodes where people mourn him. Yeah, or at least have the decency yeah. for it to happen in that reality and not in a holodeck simulation. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, true. yeah, there's that as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Arium on Discovery, at least we had a funeral in the following episode. You know? Yeah. She was just a, a background bridge character, all due respect mm. to her. But, you know, there was Trip, a series regular, one of only three of the actors who appeared in every single episode of Enterprise. Um, and yeah. he didn't even get that. Yeah. Um, we only had um, Archer and T'Pol's reaction. And that was kind of set against him fretting about his speech. Yeah. And now Trip is dead and I have to give a speech about how worthwhile it's all been. Trip would be the first to say it was worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite selfishly. <laughs> and his speech that he delivers at the end is not as good as the speech no. that he delivers at the end of um, the Demon's Terra Prime two-parter, no, is it? All, no, Well, they cut it's it fine. Off. Yeah, they don't. You don't see the whole speech. Of course, the yeah, program. that's it. You don't see it, but I suppose you're kind of treading yeah. ground you've covered in the very previous episode. Yeah, it yeah. Has to give this inspirational true. speech that is part of the formation of the of the early stages of the Federation. So you're kind of doing the same thing again in this episode. I mean, uh, one thing I like about this episode is the. Uh, I quite like the the sort of tying it into the the creation of the Federation and the, the sort of reverence that Troy and Riker have around that. I think that stuff kind of works. Mm. Um, and, I, and I do, I've I, I got to admit, I, I was an, I'm an absolute sucker for seeing those, those recreated TNG sets mm. and seeing those characters again. And he, even like 15 years on, it's still... There's a little bit of a spark of joy of seeing Troy and Riker. Oh, yeah. Even though Troy's forgotten how to do the voice that she did as Troy, and they don't really look like they did in season seven. And, you know, it's still just really cool to see yeah. them again. Um, so that, that sort of like, that sort of novelty value does do still work a bit on me in that episode. Mm. And I, lo- I really love the. Uh, like the last sort of minute where they have um, a, a lovely CG recreation of the Enterprise D and they do the, the kind of voiceover thing where they mix up the, mm. the cap, different captain's that, voiceovers. That was a beautiful finale moment. Really nice. That worked for me. Yeah. To, um, to recreate the opening thing between Picard, Kirk and then have Archer deliver the final bit. That, re- that did yeah. work. Um as a positive thing, I can think about this episode. That definitely. It's like that's that's one minute of, of an entire episode <laughs> that, that that hits the nail on the head. But it but it does it does really nail it. It mm. does really nail that. Mm. I thought, um, and I Ooh. also love the occasional uh, sort of establishing establishing shots of the Enterprise D in the asteroid field. Mm. It just looks lovely. I mean, I'm, I do agree that all the having the next gen thing as that is is a lovely idea, and it really does make for nice moments. 
it's just not suitable for the series finale for Enterprise. No. And that's what lets no. it down. And I think it's it's a brilliant concept ruined by using it in the wrong place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That that's it, yeah. I mean that's I think the 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 event I feel that sort of at least suggests the beginning of the Federation is the are the episodes where they deal with that um Romulan drone ship. Because mm. the Vulcans and the Andorians and the Tellarites sort of have to get over their sort of innate distrust of each other. And Enterprise plays a part in making them realise that this is a third party trying to trying to provoke, you know, war between these races. Yeah. Um so so the finale, it like I, I think I, I think the finale could have worked really well if it had been the story that we see in the holodeck representation, the hunt that that with the story with Shran's daughter. But it's and and even Trip's death might have it might have worked that way because at least we would be in the actual timeline with the actual character. Mm. Um and, yeah. and we could have had time and and the things we're talking about, we could have had you know, we could have had time with the actual characters to see their reaction to that happening. And it could have been and, and it could have been the thing, I suppose, that that allows Archer to know what he wants to write that speech about. Mm-hmm. That 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 for all the grandiose things that happen, all the grandiose things that have happened in the last ten years, I suppose it would have been ten years by the time he's writing this. For 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 what for what this day represents the unified you know Earth Earth joining with these other species to form a federation that ultimately they, flying in space is still dangerous and and one one mission which on the face of it is relatively unimportant on the grand scheme of things cost a lot cost the crew a lot cost them mm. their friend and that's that's the nature of what they're doing you don't not yeah. everybody, not everybody gets to die a, a you know a, a grand death saving saving an entire race or a, saving the world from the Zin, saving earth from the zindi it's it's just you know and that 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 death could have could have meant something and it could have and it could have helped archer find what he wanted to write about in that, you know, write that speech and and then yeah. and then have the have the like, beautiful bit at the end with, with all the ships, which I love. I, I agree with you absolutely. Well, I, I love that bit of it. That they got absolutely right. It just feels like there's a there's there was the there was the the, the there were the bits there to do something really good, and it just didn't get portrayed in the right way. I think we, we I mean, we we we're, we're almost saying very similar to what we said about. Um, Demons and Terra Prime, that there are several elements that each have the potential to be a great story, but it's when they're put together they don't work. Like the the hybrid baby being cloned doesn't work with Terra Prime because it's nonsensical why Terra Prime would use a cute baby. But as a separate story on its own, and Terra Prime on that, they work great. And this thing, a TNG holodeck thing would have been a great episode somewhere in the middle. The Shran high story would have been a great sort of episode on its own but it's when when these things are put together and in a finale that it's that is the improper yeah. placement of it all i think it's right and rick's right in saying the 
you could have really made more of Trip's death and have that that mm. feed into what to Archer's kind of final speech mm. around the Federation and make make Trip's death uh, like a really emotive kind of point that Archer makes in his speech and have that somehow so somehow Trip's death actually does have an important part to play in the creation of the Federation yeah. because of the words that Archer uses to to address you know these, mm-hmm. these various species and, and maybe kind of see the effect that that has on on people and have that mm. you know it's just that 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 actually play into the creation of the federation I think, now that could have been that really have good had, actually yeah, yeah. So. do you know yeah. if they could have expanded it so trip didn't just die there it kind of seems like he's dying to spare archer but if he died more blatantly to save shran and possibly saval for a guy mm. who, with, with his yeah. trip started off very anti other aliens, particularly Vulcans, you know, not xenophobic or racist, but he had a very underlying aggression against um, the Vulcans, particularly as he saw them as Halden, but in the way Archer did. Um, but if he'd come to this point where he th- sacrificed his life to save an Andorian and a Vulcan, and then as you say, that would have worked so well into Archer's speech, and that, that is the foundation stone for the federation would have been brilliant yeah and would attract a journey through enterprise that showed that progression and that circle to what enterprise was trying to achieve all along yeah absolutely and played into the the the, what we talked about before about how important it is for the for the characters in the season finale and how that would have worked really well you know see looking at trip's character in the pilot episode Mm. all the way through to how he how he meets his end in the finale, and how that that it, it is different from from what you'd expect of that character in the pilot, and how important that is, and and yeah, and how mm. that feeds into the creation of the Federation. That that could have all held together really nicely, and it yeah, we we basically just rewritten <laughs> the uh, the finale of Enterprise yeah. and made it, made it work. incredible. <laughs> I actually feel like I'm welling up. The emotions I'm feeling are the fake script that we've written. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to the writers, we've had 15 years to mull this over. They had to, yeah. they found out they were cancelled and probably had like a month to knock out something. So, you know. 15 years and like like yeah, three or four beers. Yeah. So. Yeah. How many people did they have in the room to knock that out? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they should have no. got more beers in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's 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 easy in retrospect to, to um, reflect and think about like at least what we think would have been better. Mm. But in a, in a in a sort of a, a TV production environment, and there there are writers under various pressures to mm. deliver something. This wasn't an ideal situation for them. They they just you know they discovered that they were being. I guess they didn't have a whole lot of time to make this a big season finale because they they found out that they were cancelled like only like i think it was like three quarters of the way through the fourth season i believe they were I filming think... on the um on the bridge of the defiant for the mirror universe episodes when they just yeah yeah uh, as, as, as i uh, heard it anyway but I'm I'm pretty sure when when we were at Destination Star Trek, that's the uh, <clears throat> that's the story that that that's how mm. Trip recounts it. 
Trip, uh, the actor who plays Trip, the character. Where have um, they got the same name? It's really unusual. It's very unusual. <laughs> Made it easier, I suppose. <laughs> um, they, they say he goes by Connor Trenier, but I think that's apocryphal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, non-canon. This is non-canon name. Um, so the Mirror Universe two-parter was directly before Demons and Terror Prime. So in terms of that, they really didn't have a lot of time to get this, or you know, to get this together. No. And you can imagine that they've they've had this. Basically, this this story idea is they will have been told that this is what's going to happen. We're getting in Troy and Riker. It's going to be a story set on the uh, on the um, you know the Enterprise D holodeck. This is this is this is how it's going to go. It's like there was probably a fair bit of resistance to that, and the the story that they sort of came up with, you know, probably wasn't ideal. And and like you say, it's it's quite. We, we've had time to reflect on it, and think about how we would have wanted that finale to go. The time in the middle of a of a TV production, they didn't really have that luxury. Mm-hmm. And and I, I still th- I don't think that uh, these are the voyages is actually. A bad episode. I think it's a bad finale. Mm. Yeah, um, it's just but it's, I, it's I, played strongly. Yeah, definitely. If we'd have seen that mid-season, we'd probably be doing a podcast and singing its praises. Yeah. Oh, we'd we'd be putting it up there with things like uh, Trials and Tribulations or Flashback, as this is a yeah. great way to cross over with previous series. It's brilliant. But I guess if it, if it was mid-season, it might have a. I, I guess trip. Probably wouldn't be killed off, and yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of the bugbears that we have with this episode. The thing, I, I guess, I guess maybe the, I guess if it was mid-season, the, the the events that happen might have to be something that we know aren't going to be sort of in the finale. They might be more sort of relative to to. Riker's actual situation with the Pegasus, perhaps, rather than a like a a grand moment in Starfleet history. Yeah, that that's a good point, actually. They, they and they they probably wouldn't have done that time jump to sort of you know ten mm. years ahead of where we left Enterprise, would they? They probably would have set it present time in Enterprise. Yeah, probably would have been a different Enterprise story, basically. I was watching it again through uh, just today to remind myself for this podcast, and I thought that um, Jolene Blalock's performances to Paul had a very subtle uh, and appreciated little difference to her previous performances. She just had a slightly more emotional, but not like overtly so, particularly in her interactions with Riker as chef. I thought there was just there's. It's really hard to pinpoint exactly what what. what Hello there, children. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of <laughs> chef chef from South Park. <laughs> yeah, thankfully Riker didn't do that. Um, yeah, she was she was a bit more relaxed, and you know, there was a little bit when he was talking about um, the, the things about Trip missing her and stuff like that. She had, you know, it's just different, and I quite appreciated it. I wish I hadn't brought it up because I can't really quantify what I'm meaning now. Before I joined this crew, I never could have imagined anything more important than following orders. No. Humans believe that sometimes you have to follow your instincts. 
very illogical approach, but one I've come to embrace. Computer freeze program. Oh, that's that's interesting. Oh, I know. I think that. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 I, I do. And you know, I think Tapal is a little bit underrated. Um, not necessarily. Yeah, maybe not underrated as a character. I think, but the, uh, but I think the performance yeah. is a bit underrated hmm. uh, because I think there's a there's a lot. There's a there's a, there's a bit of a hang up on on her character because she was very much crammed into that tight fitting jumpsuit mm. and she was like a uh, like a seven of nine um, kind of sex symbol yeah. for for this series. Mm. Um, whereas actually, I think definitely as as the series went on, she she was she's one of the most interesting characters mm. on Enterprise. Yeah, and um, she, you know, she she put in some really interesting performances as well. And I, th- I think, yeah, that's that's a great example, Rick. Yeah, um, she just seemed more relaxed in the way that Spock in Star Trek Two was maybe like a really much more relaxed Spock at ease with himself. She seemed a Vulcan who's in the company of humans has be- has begun to relax and become more at ease with herself. Yeah, I feel like then that kind of detail is something that's that's probably going to come from an actor who who cares about their character mm. more than something that would have come as a suggestion from a director who's brought in to direct that episode. Well, mm. I felt when it was considered, you consider there's a 10 year time jump, it would make sense that T'Pol would have, you know, would have relaxed into her status and her, how she felt about the crew and the people she mixed with. She would be more relaxed. Yeah. And I mean, Jillian Blalock was always um, known to be a, a, a fairly intense Trek fan. In fact, she turned down the role several times because she didn't really want to not do it justice or something like that. I didn't want to be Spock light or something. I, f- I forget exactly what the reasons were, but um, I do know she was a big Star Trek fan. So she, if she's coming to it with that approach, I kind of think that's probably is a touch that comes from her. Thinking ten years on, I bet Tapal's a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more at ease with her crew and her surroundings. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. that would make sense, wouldn't mm. it? So I, I just something that struck me, and I thought I really appreciate. It. I thought that's a really nice, it's really nicely done, but quite subtly, it's not like massively in your face. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like we've we've maybe been slightly more positive on yeah. <laughs> these are the voyages. <laughs> Than on the um, Terra Prime and Demons, which we, which we claim to like a lot more. Yeah, we've I kind of surprised myself here actually because it's a lot harsher on the one I prefer. But... Yeah, I was expecting some pretty serious hating from you, Rick, today. I, I watched it earlier. I literally got cross, and and here I am talking about. It. I'm feeling like a lot more magnanimous and want to find some virtue somewhere in that mess. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I'll cross again. Um, I mean, I one thing I would say is that I there's a part of me that hopes that maybe we will get to see in some way um, a proper a proper finale for Enterprise, perhaps in a, in an animated series or something. I always think animated series are good are a good way to for a continue to continue series that have been off air for a while because it allows the actors to return and it doesn't and it doesn't give them the burden of lots of makeup or or you know age or or you know having aged 
So there's a part yeah. of me that the, there's a part of me that thinks that maybe Enterprise could come back somehow in an animated series. Maybe not its own animated series, but we have Lower Decks coming through, and maybe Lower Decks could could have an episode set in that timeline with those mm. characters, and and yeah, kind of good. and kind of and kind of at least sort of have a fond farewell for them and say like thank you. I do feel like they were they were cheated a little bit. I think they were yeah. cut short, and it would be nice to have a little bit more appropriate closure on Enterprise. Well, I think with the look, looking at the style of um, of the Lower Decks animated show, and considering who's who's the showrunner, who's someone who works on Rick and Morty, I I think it would be fun to kind of. Make a joke, maybe make a joke about. I have it like a lower decks episode where they, where there's some kind of rigmarole where they end up watching the past, but it's not like they, but they're not. It's not a holodeck. They're actually visiting the past and they influence it, and you know, like it, it kind of makes a joke about the the ending that that Enterprise got in some sort of meta fashion, and yeah, and Enterprise, yeah. And Enterprise gets to have its finale. Mm-hmm. And and sign off with all the with 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 the with the cast that want to return. That would that would be my dream anyway. And with all the awesome ideas we've as we've put forward in this podcast. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, you know, if the, if if there are any uh, producers out there who are basically thinking about. Uh, creating a new enterprise finale. Please check out all of our ideas that we have recorded here today. Um, um, yeah. We're all solid goals. Space moths. Um, yeah. Space moles. <laughs> they, yeah, thinking back, they're the, they're the two standout ideas that we had, I think. <laughs> like, I think that was actually that was one of the biggest problems with these of the voyages. There was a no space moths, b no space moles. Yeah, so that's what let it down. Obviously, well, how are you yeah. going to finish the series exactly. without either of those two right. things? Rookie mistake. Think about all the classic finales that have those. Ele- space well, space okay, done. <laughs> but like, I remember, I clearly remember, you. like in the in the Sopranos, like. The very last scene, it's like Tony Soprano is like, "Oh my God, there's a space moth in here," <laughs> and, then it cuts, and then it cuts to black. Yeah, yeah, like it cuts him off kind of mid sentence, doesn't it? Yeah, but he was, space he was definitely space space moth. That was going to be the next words, <laughs> and that's canon. Twin <laughs> Peaks. Yeah. When we woke yeah. up and discovered it was all the space moth's fault. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's how I remember it. Um, oh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Um, Drogon flies off after leveling King's Landing, and then you hear like, and then a space moth kind of flash freezes him, and you're like, oh my god, it's space moths. Yeah, the uh, the finale of Dallas. Where um... <laughs> uh, I it don't know. All, in... It was all the dream. It was all the dream of a, a space, space moth. moth. Yeah, yeah, in the shower. Oh, um, and also uh, the very last episode of Dan's Army. Um, uh, Corporal Corporal Jones gets married. 
um, which, is, which is lovely. Not not to a space moth, but <laughs> but um, at the very end of the episode, they get a they get a, a message across the radio that that Nazi Germany has surrendered because space moths have turned <laughs> and, and sued for peace. The um the the proposed finale of Battlestar Galactica, where they unearth <laughs> the, uh, the the Galactica, would have worked if it had been unearthed by space moles. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything's kind of falling into place. Basically, <laughs> all of the errors that, that um, the we deem season finales have made in the past using either space moths or moles. I mean, God knows where Firefly could have gone with it. Oh, yes. What about the finale of Friends? <laughs> you know, where they leave their keys to the apartment on that table. What if a little mole had popped up? Eaten the keys and then got into space. And carried off by space. Yeah. Yes, ca- then carried it. Yes, yeah. as the into mole space. went into space, a space moth got it. Yeah. Could I um, be any more of a space mole? <laughs> <Yeah. just> <laughs> 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 oh, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I know that it's brilliant. <laughs> And I'm only 75% sure I'm going to cut it out of the final edit. That's, that's, that's quite that's unsure. Quite, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we should wrap. I think we should wrap, I think we should. I think we should wrap is, things up. Yeah. We should have done it ages. Nothing else we say is going to top this. Definitely not. Um, I think you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's bring this to a close. Please, um, it's been. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this one, uh, it's listeners. Been... It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, please tune in for more Ten Backward, uh, which of which there will be plenty, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening as well. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Thank guys. Thank. Love you. Bye. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Do you realize how incredible this is? It's tradition! You ever noticed that bum? What? That bum! Oh no! I will say. I will say. Fewer things. Fewer things. Okay. Enough of this self indulgence. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.lowerdexradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at 10 backward 10 being the number and backward being the word backward we're also on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10 backward podcast you can also email us at crew at lowerdexradio.co.uk on a personal individual level my twitter is at will turland rick everson's twitter is at trek fan rick and rick palmer's twitter is at Mr. Imhotep. Hi, thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you might consider supporting us. We have now have a Patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund our ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date, uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash lowerdexradio uh, if you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us we would love it if you could subscribe to us or however get your podcasts through itunes stitcher 
Google Play or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative. Thanks again for listening, and please tune in for more podcasts from the Ten Backward Crew. Let's make sure that history never forgets the name. Ten Backward? Laddie, don't you think you should rephrase that? Ten Backward. Ten Backward. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.